Tom joins us he does each and every week. Tom, good morning. Congratulations. How you doing? Thanks, guys. Good morning. Good morning. I guess we'll we'll start before we get to the game itself. We'll start with the thumbs. So we all heard about it. We were talking about it. Uh, at, at what point during the week did you think? Did you think there was ever a chance Wednesday, Thursday that you weren't going to play in this game? Um, you know, I wasn't sure. I really wasn't Wednesday. It happened. And uh, Wednesday night, I would say, I definitely wasn't sure. But, um, yeah, it was just a crazy injury in practice. And, um, you know, it didn't look good there for a little bit. And then, fortunately, um, you know, Thursday, I I didn't practice, took some time off Friday, did just a little bit. And then um, things kind of felt a lot better on Saturday. And then yesterday, I was able to kind of do what I needed to do. So, it was a... Um, yeah, I mean, everyone's, I, I, you know, everyone deals with injuries. So it's just part of the season and part of the year. And, you know, just the timing and where exactly it was was probably not the best thing in the world for a quarterback, but, you know, it is what it is. Did, did it ever get aggravated? You took a shot from uh, Jack at one point who came in full speed and nailed you. It seems like your, your hand was involved in that. Or did it, adrenaline get you through? Were you feeling no pain? Um. I think it was it was a, as the game went on, it got better and better and better. So I thought about it less and less. So I was happy about that. Um, yeah, it's just it's a uh, again not a great place for an injury to a quarterback, but uh, it is you know kind of is what it is, and it won't be a problem in a couple of weeks, which I'm really happy about. Uh, Ten stitches, is that right? Uh, I think it was twelve, but you know it's yeah, it's just a good. It was just a really good cut, and uh, yeah, it's just a really good cut. It sounds, they, so, it sounds, sorry, it sounds so fluky though, right? So you're basically handing it off to to Burkhead in practice, and what the the helmet just collides with the thumb? You know, we just we ran into each other, and my thumb just got bent back. It wasn't his helmet or anything. It just, you know, kind of got got bent back. That's why I thought it was a lot worse. And uh, you know, the doctors, we went and checked it out, and we did, you know, the things we just to kind of check on everything and fortunately there wasn't you know the damage that normally comes associated with that so i think we're very lucky you must have been and, uh, oh no sorry but i'm thinking given that what you you know how much you prepare like everybody does obviously in your business but you specifically at that point on the eve of the afc championship game uh, on wednesday night you must be flipping out no i mean what's your mood how do you handle that um i was pretty you know it was, it was pretty stressful you know i think i was stressed out i just because again, you know, you drive home and you got, you know, all these stitches in your hand in a place, and it's, um, you know, you're just driving home. And I got home and I saw my wife, and she said, "What happened?" And I said, "I know it's just an accident practice." And she said, "What's gonna happen?" I said, "I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes." So you, you get them, you get them out Wednesday, and good to go, correct? Yeah, I think you know, some hopefully sometimes this sometime this week, and uh, and at that point. You know, again, because I was fortunate not to tear any ligaments or or anything like that. You know, there was no broken bones. And, um, you know, that was probably the most, I mean, that was obviously the best news I could ever hear based on, you know, what we, what you thought it could be. And then we just found out that it wasn't and, uh, you know, ended up being a, a uh, you know, a lot of good luck, you know, after I'd say pretty uh, unlucky injury. It, it turned out to be a lot of good luck that it wasn't more serious than it was. 
you know, Kirk and I are born pessimists. Most people in New England are born pessimists. But when you're 10 points down in the fourth quarter, I have no doubt, Tom, you're coming back. I have no doubt you're going to be at least in a position to win the game. Is that how you feel? Is that how the guys in the huddle feel? Like, no big deal. We're down 10. We're home. We're going to win this? Um, I wouldn't say it's – you know, I, I think there's always confidence. And based on, you know, situations in the past, I think you gain confidence from a couple of things, from experience – um, and then just from knowing that you believe in the guys you play with. And I think our team's had experience. You know, this year we've been down. We're down against Houston. Um, we were down 14 to Carolina and came back and tied the game uh, before they went down and kicked the field goal. We, you know, we've been behind. And, um, you know, you just gain confidence from being behind. And I think all our guys have a lot of confidence in one another. And, uh you know, it sucked losing Gronk. That was, you know, he's a big part of our offense. But, uh, you know, the, the, guy, the other guys just rallied and stepped up and did what we needed to do and made the plays, made championship-type plays, and that's why we were able to move on. It felt like momentum or whatever it is. felt like it, it totally changed the feeling in the building. I, I would watch on TV. You could tell if it just felt different after the third and 18 play with Amendola. Then, what, three or four plays later, you get him again for the touchdown. It feels like that third and 18 play was just enormous. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was huge. And, you know, you need sparks. I mean, it, it, you need to get something to ignite you. And, uh, you know, when you're losing, it's, you know, which play is it going to make that's going to really kind of incite everything. And, uh, you know, that was one of those plays, you know, kind of got sacked and backed up. And then, you know, Danny made an incredible catch on that play, as he did all night, made a bunch of incredible catches, as did, you know, Brandon Cooks and Hoax played great. And, uh, you know, it a, I thought the line did a great job blocking. I mean, just a great job. I want to get uh, going against one of the best fronts, you know, we faced all year. You know, we hung in there, we battled, and, you know, ultimately we came out on top. Then when Gronk goes out, what changes? I mean, obviously you you lose your best weapon. You know, one of the best players ever to play the game leaves. It feels like uh, it's got to be demoralizing, but – you don't have a guy. Dwayne Allen can't, like, step in and do, attempt to do what Gronk does. Kenny can't get down the field like Gronk does. Well, I think, you know, Gronk's a very unique player. Gronk has, you know, size, speed, catch radius. Um, I mean, he's so clutch. And, uh, you know, it, it hurts when he goes out. It absolutely does. And Dwayne did a great job. He came in there and played the whole second half. And, and we didn't have any other tight ends up for the game. There's only one left, so we're out of a lot of personnel groupings, and we didn't have a we didn't have a goal line group, you know, at that point. And uh, you know, it was just it was just a uh, you know one of those one of those games, and you know, just so happy we came out on top, and uh, so happy we came out on top on a huge game that allows us to you know move forward to the Super Bowl. I was saying it to you last week, and Jerry disagreed. He said Edelman, maybe he's right, but I don't think anybody's caught more big passes for you than Amendola in your in your career. Well, Edelman's been around longer, but yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, he has been around longer, but I don't think, I mean, the guy has been in big spots unbelievable. The touchdown catch yesterday was incredible. Did you did you have to First, throw it at that high? Was that was that an accurate throw? Did, you, did it sail on your little? Well, you have to, the thing about, you know, throwing the ball in the red area, you always want to throw the ball high on the back end line. You know, you never want to throw the ball, obviously, toward the middle of people's bodies when they're in the back of the end zone. So if you're going to air, you'd always rather air high because you're just 
never giving the defense a chance. So we talk about high throws on the on the back end line, you know, every week. And I think those guys know where to expect it. And uh, you know, the fact that Danny was as close as he was to the end to the back line and made the catch and then had the awareness to get both feet down and then secure the catch in a way that, you know, just left no doubt in people's mind was was incredible. So he's got incredible hands, incredible body uh, awareness and body control. And uh, I'm actually going to make a lot of great catches and he has incredible hands. And, uh, you know, he really showed everything, you know, last night. And the punt return was so oh, great play. Too, that, yeah. That's clutch too, because he was thinking. You know, he, when he when he deked them out by doing the you know fake poison call, that was brilliant. But um, do you have an appreciation, Tom, for how much the rest of America is just uh, hating this? I mean, they used to say of Larry Bird that he loved to win, but he liked to watch you lose. He liked to beat you more than he liked to win. I think similar things have been said about Tiger. <laughs> Do you do you do you relish the fact that you know there are about probably three hundred million Americans who are hating the fact that you're going back to another Super Bowl? Yeah, you know, I can understand that because as a fan, you know, you just you'd probably love to see other people in it and other people get chances. But you know, I think this every year has been different, and every year every team's different. You know, every season's different, and you know, this team earned it. I mean, so you know, people don't like that. I mean, that's and and. You know, it's their prerogative. They could do whatever they want. But, you know, to make it this far with this team, um, you know, is, is incredible, an incredible season. And, and uh, you know, yeah, whatever people want to do is fine with me. That, that doesn't matter. What, they want to cheer for us. They want to root against us. And I know uh, the stadium last night, man, they were cheering as loud as I ever heard. That was an unbelievable experience. And the fans were into it. And, um you know, I just think about all the Super Bowl rallies we've left the stadium to. We think about Super Bowl parades and the kind of support we get from our fans. Um, you know, that's that's all we need. So it's it's pretty special. You, do, I mean, I, we ask you stuff like this, I guess, all the time. But do you ever step back after the game yesterday and think I am going to play in my eighth Super Bowl? Nobody else has played in seven. You're going to play in your eighth Super Bowl. You and Belichick. You know, no coach QB combination has played more than four. Eight Super Bowls and basically sixteen full seasons as a starter is obviously unheard of. Yeah, I mean, I I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, it's 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 just been a uh, incredible football journey, and I couldn't do it without a lot of support. And I got, you know, my wife and my kids. Um, you know, my wife during football season, like all of our wives, take care of everything at home, and. Um, it just frees me up to think about things, you know, that I need to think about at work. So, um, my family, my parents and sisters, my friends, you know, obviously my teammates and coaches, um, nothing is achieved obviously in this sport, you know, nothing could ever be achieved for me without everyone's, you know, love and support. So that's kind of what I reflect on. And that's why I'm really grateful and just, I'm blessed to have the best support and love and, caring and and uh you know i just want to go out there every week to make everyone proud it's uh <clears throat> back page of the new york post says the worst super bowl ever patriots versus eagles is a new york fans nightmare <laughs> <laughs> i i guess so i guess so but they made like they made a few of our super bowl 
nightmare. So that's a good point. The that's... people in New York, they shouldn't worry about that. Certainly, the Giants fans. I never. Uh, I mean, I think I follow this as closely as anyone. I didn't think about Minnesota being a special place in your heart until that post game interview on the field. But obviously, your uh, grandfather passed away there, correct? And uh, and your mother came from somewhere around there. Yeah, my mom grew up a couple hours. Um, kind of in central Minnesota and uh, a small town called Barville. And uh, my grandparents lived there. You know, my grandma died of multiple sclerosis, you know, quite a few years ago. I uh, was in the nursing home and my grandpa was a farmer. Um, he was a dairy farmer and had a lot of cows and, yeah, and he farmed corn. So every year we'd go back in the summer and spend weeks and go ice, we'd go fishing in the summer and ice fishing in the winter and, uh, my grandpa, I milked the cows with my grandpa and, and uh, you know, just kind of tend to the farm. And it was a great, it was a great experience for me who was born in California. But I've always, you know, felt a connection to Minnesota. And, um, you know, it would be fun because I still have, you know, my, my uncles live there, my cousins. Um, we were just back there last year when my grandpa passed away at a, uh, you know, and, and uh it's just a, it's a great place. So it's really special to go back there. And last time we played Minnesota, I had a lot of people come, a lot of family and extended family. So um, it'll be a, a lot of great support there in Minnesota too. Did you get a chance to uh, talk to Gronk after the game? No, I didn't see him. You know, he was, he, I think he left, but yeah. I sent him a message. So um, just, you know, we're all thinking about him. All and thinking about him. I know we ask you this every year, but what do you tell uh, young guys, new guys who haven't played in the Super Bowl? What if uh, Stephon Gilmore says, you know, Tom, what's the most important thing as as he's ready to pack and head to Minnesota with you? Well, it's, at the end of the day, it's a football game, and it's like we played all year. And that's none of that's any different. I think this, everything around it and the build up, and that's a whole other level, and you got to be able to deal with those things as best you can, but. Um, when it comes to practice, when it comes to meetings, you've got to be as focused as you, as, you know, as you can be and as focused as you need to be. Um, because if, if your preparation suffers, then ultimately in the end, the execution will suffer on, on game day. So, you know, you got to deal every, I, I always think there's a big week. This first week is to try to get as many things done as possible. So once you get to the Super Bowl, you know, you're kind of ready to go and you've got your off-field stuff kind of taken care of and and you can really kind of focus on getting your rest and honing in on the preparation and then, you know, doing what you got to do once again to get off. All right, Tom, we'll talk to you, uh, we'll talk to you next week uh, as you get ready for the Super Bowl and uh, congratulations again. Great. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care.